reported live from that old Winnebago parked in your neighbor's front yard. What the hell, dude? It's the Photo Happy Hour Podcast. Hey, and welcome, everybody. I'm your Photo Happy Hour bartender, Michael Mowbray. I'm serving a straight-up shot of smooth photography know-how today. Joining me behind the bar are Dan Freevault and Carl Kaler. Say hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? I just want to say that I've been starting each day with a smoothie and a workout. I feel great. And if you know what a smoothie and a, a workout is, it's basically a margarita, and then I fall down the steps. And... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I've been starting my day. So uh, I've been starting the day with a Pop-Tart and a gallon of co- coffee. So yeah, <laughs> they're at about yeah. 10. Breakfast <laughs> of champions. So what are you guys drinking today? Take a guess. What do you think I'm drinking? Uh, Tennessee whiskey? Nope. I am drinking <laughs> Moscow Mule today. Oh, I, ah, I, I, didn't, I didn't see your cup. I, I would have known if I'd seen the copper cup. Yeah, it's got yeah. the fancy copper cup. I'm back mm-hmm. to the, the whiskey again. It was good yeah, last week. Go. So yeah. yeah, I thought we had a good episode last week, and I think we're all on whiskey. So I think there's a a, a good pattern going Should here. I go get some more? I could go get <laughs> yeah, whiskey, I, too. <laughs> I know. Here, let me hand you some of mine. I just opened the bottle. It's I, I have two Ab- hands. Aberlore. Yeah, hand it over. <laughs> Don't hit the door oh, again on your way out, Carl. Do that. Right? That, yeah, I'm not going to hit the door again. <laughs> this stuff's kind of pretty, isn't it? It is pretty. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fancy. That's the Ooh. coolest part of drinking is the bottles. Well, no, yeah. it's not. But, but oh, they are really? cool. Some of them are cool. <laughs> really? <laughs> you collect them for the bottles. Okay. Oh, I get it. <laughs> well, in case you're just joining us for the first time or the fifth time, and don't quite get what the premise is. Uh, we are three professional photographers who have been around for a little bit. And every uh, week we get together and we have some drinks and we talk about photography. And the more we drink, the more we know and the more knowledge we lay down. And we have a topic every week. And this week we're talking about mentoring, both um, how we mentor and maybe mentors that we've had in the past. And I'm going to pass the baton and uh, let you guys talk and I'm just going to drink. Because Michael's in a pissy mood today. Because I'm in a pissy mood today. <laughs> Screw you, SBA and PPP. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I. You know, mentor uh, mentorships are something that I think is, I find very essential in photography. It's kind of like the old apprenticeship back in the trade days. And, and I think the trade days are coming back more. Uh, we're seeing it up here in our neck of the woods anyway, that um, used to be that we're like telling our kids, you know, do well in high school, go to college, get a good job because college is going to give you a better job. Well, not necessarily. We need welders. We need CAD people and not, not necessarily, uh, or those fields don't necessarily need. Do you say CAD people or CAT people? CAD. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I thought you said I thought he said cab people. I'm like, dude, I know you don't have Uber, Uber. by you, but who uses a cab Actually, nowadays? We, we don't well, have Uber up here. We've got no. the best. We've got the best educated cabbies in Madison. They all have doctorates in philosophy. So there you go. Yeah. But uh, Uber up by you, they show up on like a, a horse or a tractor, isn't that it, Carl? Uh, I think it's called it's called Goober up there. Yeah. Goober. Goober. <laughs> it's yeah. a guy Goober's with a little truck. <laughs> it's a Uber, 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 Uber. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> anyway yeah. no, it's, it's, we, I, I think that, uh, referring to a mentorship more as an apprenticeship is probably a better way of going. Cause I see a lot of times, uh, 
um, people will say, I want a mentor, I want a mentor. And then they get talking to somebody or um, they, they choose somebody that's going to help train them. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all they're doing is telling them, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hmm. Whereas an <laughs> apprenticeship, you you are there to learn. You There is somebody that you choose that is a craftsperson, somebody that has been in the field a long time. Um, am I sounding familiar? I mean, yes, there's people like that in photography too that have been around a lot, that have been in business a long time, that have seen a lot of different situations that will produce different looks in photography. Um, maybe instead of saying, I know, I know, I know, uh, let's use this as an apprenticeship and and learn what we can from people. And so I, I get uh, high school seniors a lot uh, come in and they're like, so what do you want to do when you get when you're out of high school? Oh, I'm going to be a photographer. What do I need to do? Where do I got to go to college? Um, don't. You know, that's my opinion is don't because you can learn a lot more uh, not at college for photography. Right now, in my opinion, and but more quickly said, too. Yeah. And more quickly, much more quickly. Yeah. But, but you should learn from a lot of different people. You should go and study with somebody for a given time and then, let that sink in and then go to somebody else and learn from them for a little while and then go to somebody else because we're all artists. <laughs> we all, that means that we all have different viewpoints and, and strong opinions one way or the other about how we do things and why we do things. And maybe what one person's opinion and vision isn't exactly uh, what's made for you, but you can learn a lot from them, both positive and negatively. So, in my opinion, you shouldn't have a mentor. You should have many mentors, but but you should be wise about it and treat it as an apprenticeship that you're learning from instead of always, I know, I know, I know, which is what sometimes we hear. Uh, oh, yeah. Trying to be a mentor. Well, even look at, um, you know, somebody could come to any of the three of us and learn quite a bit, but what if somebody went to Carl and purely learned how to work with natural light? What if somebody went to Dan and learned how to, you know, break outside of the creative box? What if somebody came to me? I have no idea why they would come to me. So <laughs> <laughs> to learn advanced sarcasm. Advanced anyway, they they could flash. buy some nice toys from you though, Michael. Flashing, they could. yeah, they, they, yeah, all kinds of information about. We're gonna teach you flashing one hundred and one. External lighting, flashing. Yeah. Well, yeah. the whole college thing is, you know, I'm a college grad, but I, I didn't get my degree in photography. I wasn't in photography then. I used to teach at the technical school, which became Madison College here. I used to teach the portrait photography classes. I still would tell people now not to go there. Part of it is because, yeah, screw those guys too. Well, that you're not there anymore. <laughs> still, where they right. yeah. well, Exactly. <laughs> well, and uh, yeah, I want to touch on that too because uh, when I get those same questions, hey, I want to learn photography. Where should I go to college? Whatever. And I say, it's okay to go to college. I encourage you to go to college, but go to college for business because, mm-hmm. yes. and then learn photography as an elective or through mentorship because you can learn so much more through hands on the art world and photographers who are in the business doing photography and doing, there's totally different photography, uh, portrait photography, or like some of the things you're doing, Michael, with the now, well, you've been doing it for a while now, is the, um, the product shots and everything. And then oh, yeah. headshot photography is a whole different animal. So there's so many different niches or are we saying niches again? I don't know. We're back on that. Potato, but, <laughs> just say both. 
disabled, <laughs> you know, wedding photography, newborn photography, like there's so many different things that you can really like focus in on, you know, which is why I focus on senior photography. So yeah, going to college and learning business, that way you won't be a starving artist when you become a photographer. <laughs> right. Now, and that's something I do say. I said, you know, it's good to have um, backup, <laughs> so to speak. I hate to say that word, but uh, and you had a good point. I mean, do I keep people from going to college? Absolutely not. I just say don't go there for photography because right. Right. they can't keep they can't possibly keep up with the technology changes at a university because of all the red tape. You know, they got to wait for this board and this board and this approval. And by the time they approve something, it's obsolete in our day. I mean, things are changing. Look how fast our, our camera bodies are changing um, or lighting equipment or whatever. I said, it might be 10 years for them to turn the ship where we need it right now. Uh, but I do tell them if you go to school again, like Dan said, business, but I tell them, take a drama class, take a psychology class, um, understand marketing class, yeah. a marketing class, an advertising class. Absolutely. Take all those things because the more you understand how people are seen and, and um, uh, enjoying your work, <laughs> the better you're going to be for the masses. And in business, if you're doing photography for the hobby, you know, do whatever, take whatever you want. But if you want to make money in this and you need, you need to relate to more people because without the people, without the audience, you don't have a product. Molite may be best known as America's top-rated Godox retailer, but did you know that most of our light modifiers are made exclusively for Molite? Well, at last count, we have 20 different custom Molite brand light modifiers in stock. Our popular Snap line of softboxes are designed to set up and take down quickly while providing beautiful color-consistent light when in use. Our unique exo-focusing parabolics give pro photographers the critical control they need for commercial and fashion shoots. Our 22-inch silver beauty dish includes a grid, a sock, and a padded shoulder bag. And we deliver all of that at a price that's really hard to beat. Plus, everything must pass my own personal testing. And I test everything. And I have to admit, I'm pretty picky about my lighting tools. So if it passes my test then it could become a Molite branded product. High quality, color consistent modifiers that meet my exacting specifications. Choose a Molite brand softbox or other light modifier as your next lighting tool. It might become your favorite tool. You know, one class that nobody ever talks about that I really think people should take is a writing class. Think of how much writing we have to do as, as entrepreneurs and, and business owners. Wow. And how many of us, uh, Benji agrees. Benji <laughs> agrees. <laughs> Cause I think he writes your web, your website copy, doesn't he? <laughs> if you've read, it's pretty obvious he has, if you've read my, that's right. Because yeah, writing is not my strong suit. Uh, that's at that's all. what I was. That, that was the sarcasm part coming. Out yeah, oh yeah, I, I got but, it. Yeah, but, and that's no, why think, I was like, oh yes, that's a great point, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, think of I mean, just writing cohesive, coherent, 
emails that uh or you know website copy ad copy any promotional copy and have it be not only easily understood but you know have it motivate people to to take action man that's that's a rare skill and that's one you have to learn most people Mm -hmm. have to learn how many people have told you to take a writing class well beyond dan (laughs) people have told you to take a writing class (laughs) so nobody no one (laughs) So, so funny story. Uh, my, uh, my mother was a, a teacher's aide and she helped with in, in the part of the school that with children with learning disabilities. And, uh, but she always said that I was her toughest, uh, <laughs> person. We'd sit down at the kitchen table and do spelling and grammar and everything. And she's like, you just don't get it. And she was so good at it, which was so frustrating for me. She was so good at writing and grammar and spelling. And I just was terrible. And to this day, I'm still terrible. And I was like one of those kids back in the day, like, yeah, well, you know, writing, you know, I got enough to get by. Who's really going to need writing? Today's day and age, like texting and email, Facebook messages, Facebook posts. Oh, my gosh. It takes me forever. And um, another little app, which we talked about last week, uh, that I use that has helped me a little bit is called Grammarly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, it, it really helps fix a lot of my problems. I still have a lot of problems, and it's still, uh, you know. Oh, oh, it's it's Grammarly? I wrote that down wrong. I got Grammarly, so all Grammarly. of a sudden, all of my text <laughs> sounds really old. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are old, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, Everything yeah. ends with get off my lawn. Get off my lawn and prune juice. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> But yeah, or, or outsource it. Again, I look at my weaknesses and how can I, you know, hire for my weaknesses. So I have a copywriter for, for thing, some things that I need copy for. I hire that out and that's what they specialize in. And it's such a weight off my shoulders, just like retouching. If I don't have to remove a bunch of pimples, I can focus on things that only I can do that things that I am good at instead of taking me a half a day to write an article or an email, boom, or like what Michael said last week of having canned emails when someone has an inquiry or something where you can kind of plug in and personalize a few things. But overall, the writing, you know, is cohesive and has good grammar and, you know, because that's your first impression. I've got a good friend who's made a, I don't know what number, I was going to say a good second career out of this might be your fifth or seventh or 13th, but Kimberly Anderson out of Milwaukee and a lot of her clientele, she caters to photographers writing blog posts and promotional copy. And, you know, so there are people, 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 there are people (laughs) out there. Uh, That's my grandma Lee again. Um, (laughs) There are people out there who can, can do, or the whiskey who can do this stuff for you too. All right. So let's, let's flip things 180 degrees. We've talked a little bit about, you know, going and finding mentors who are good? Who are mentors for you guys? You guys, really? I mean, oh, really? See, yeah. I look at you guys too. So, ah, I mean, when I when I first got into this, it's a this, big mentor huddle, cuddle. Eh, let's all punch. hug. <laughs> cyber hug. Cyber hug. Social virtual, distancing. Virtual cyber hug. Yes. <laughs> okay, that was on. That was that was that was that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But no, I mean, when I, when I first got into this, I mean, I I took a week long. My first week long school was with. I was up at Treehaven and I took one week with Mary Mortensen because she was the person who worked for Miller and she knew marketing. 
her, her she has a, she was a marketing director for Miller and became Miller a beer. photographer. Miller Beer, yeah. Yes. Oh, I see. And, I never knew she worked for Miller. Oh yeah. How did yes. I not know this? Yeah. Well, yeah. you didn't wow. take her class. He's corporate, <laughs> evidently. Yeah. 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 And then and then the second week was with Carl because then I wanted to really learn all about lighting and posing and everything. So I, I looked at the two ends of the spectrum. I wanted to learn business and marketing for photography. I had a marketing communications degree, but I really wanted to to know how to market for photography and then really how to create great images so that that went hand in hand. So I could sell great images, create great, great images to sell great images. And Michael, I don't know, I, I found you at PPA one day, you're running through the hall and you seemed kind of fun and goofy. I'm like, I like that guy. <laughs> this photography is not bad either. Was yeah, I wearing exactly. clothes at the time? Yeah, okay. Uh, some of it. Well, you, were, you weren't wearing a diaper like Pierre was. But... <laughs> oh, thank God. You know, I still have that, that image year? in my head. So. It's hard to get that image out. Uh, some things yeah. you just... Can't unsee. Absolutely. That's one of those stories that we probably don't even want to get into. But <laughs> no, anyway. no, no, no. Back to the Wisconsin fun nights again. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But I mean, those that's that's years ago. And since then, I mean, there's several, several more. Like Carl said, you know, you pick up a little bit from each person. And, you know, he said, learn a little bit from this person, this person, and that person. And I agree. I've also heard certain people say, you know, focus in on three people, you know, that you really are connected to their work or their business and, and, and really invest a lot of time, you know, yeah, you can learn from other people like at conventions a little bit here and there, but to, you know, really hire or spend a week with someone at Texas school or hire them one-on-one -on -one where you can really personalize your experience and get the most, you know, bang for your buck out of that person. Cause as creatives, it's easy to be like squirrel, squirrel, you know, I taught oh, yeah. at where, AD, we all where, have where? and stuff. And right. Oh, and it's like, Oh, that's cool. Or that's cool. Or, you know, it's easy to go to a convention and uh, go to all the fun classes and all the creative classes. Um, but try and really focus on grabbing a couple of those business classes as well. Or, or if you're a PPA member, log into their education and, you know, watch the business you know end of things or or ppa has their what do they have their business services i can't think well. of what they call it but yeah yeah where they really go through and help you with pricing and you know setting your you know, what your cost of goods should be and all the things we don't want to do i've done it i don't mm -hmm. like to do it no one likes to do it but it but really, you know what with some of that stuff when you set it up the you do it once. Yes. You know, you, you figure out what your cost of goods are and what your ratio should be. And then you go do all the dirty work once and then you just manage it from there and just make sure that everything's meeting all these prescribed ratios, then you'll be golden. But yeah, I, I like the idea you mentioned. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before is find three people and then just get a little bit more in depth with that. I, I've had the same issue, like After Dark was a fabulous conference, but it's one of those things where you're walking by and everything's shiny. You know, you know, uh, Chucky's doing something here, and then, you know, Ben Shirk's doing something over here, and Kirby, Kibby's doing something over, Kirby, or Kirby's <laughs> doing, Kirby, Kirby's, Kirby's Kirby, cleaning Kibby, the Kibby, carpet Kirby. over there. <laughs> <laughs> where you're like, oh, okay, I got five minutes here, I'm going to go over here now, I'm going to go over here now, and then you, you only get just a just a very, very surface level of anything rather than getting in depth. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people make is they don't 
do the in-depth. They don't take that next step, spend a lot of time ingrained with somebody like a week-long school or one-on-one mentoring for a day or two. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people miss out. I think, you know, and it's funny, I just it really haven't put this together until now, but I think that's what we're missing nowadays without having the big conventions. Like when Wisconsin was in its heyday, we'd have mm-hmm. 600 photographers at our Wisconsin Professional Photographers Association convention. And when you do that, when you're side by side, or if you're at After Dark, you're side by side with people, you get to know them a little bit more. And like Dan said, find people that you can kind of relate to. Um, but that's where we made, I mean, a lot of us made those relationships because you can't really, it's hard to get that same kind of feel or fit online or uh, by looking at their work on Facebook or, you know, I can teach somebody in a week at Texas school or West coast school or whatever week long class I'm teaching. I know in my mind, in my heart, I am absolutely hundred percent positive. I can teach you more in that five days than you would have gotten in four years of college. There's no doubt in my mind that I I can do that. Um, Because we're going to put you through so much in such a compact amount of time, but it's coming from 20, 30, uh, a lot of years of experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, but we, we met, we met some wonderful people at Wisconsin. I mean, Dart and Drake was one of my, original yeah. mentors and Millie Todeshek here. and, and Sue, which, which it's just Mary Mortensen. Um, that's kind of a, an old re- re- reference, but, um, and, and one of my favorites uh, that still to this day that keeps me on track is uh, Scotty Dupra. Um, sure. But we met because we were all uh, on print crew together. So Dart and Drake and Scotty Dupra and, uh, and myself at the time and Millie uh, we, we were actually working behind the scenes and that's how I met those folks, but we just, you just don't have that kind of relationship anymore. I think that's what this industry is really missing in order to uh, grow those, those mentorships or those relationships that you could have. So moral of the story, go to some live events, <laughs> Right, you get to know I, people I see, better. I, I see in social media and things like that. A lot of these little subgroups where people are connecting, but the problem, and it's it's not bad because I think it's more of a moral support kind of thing, but the problem I see with that is that they're all kind of at the similar level and that's their comfort level and they talk to each other often, but they don't have that person who's been around for 25 years or 30 years or has been really successful to kind of give them a different point of view on giving them an idea of where to go. So they kind of, they kind of collect in these groups and don't, nobody, nobody ever really grows beyond that. Have you guys seen that? I mean, I, I see this a lot. Well, yeah. And it's kind of a, a vicious circle because like Carl said, you'd go to a state convention and state conventions, no matter what state you were on or you were, you lived in, you had a, a state PPA affiliate and they generally were anywhere from 200 The Wisconsin was huge at five, 600 people. You'd make connections there. You would learn. You would spend, or you know, or you'd take a week-long class, and you would really dive in to learning as much as you can. And then you know, it forced you to learn it because you were there for a week instead of just like, oh, I'll pick a little bit something here and pick up a little bit something from there. 
and everyone would do those conventions. Well, those conventions have died down in the year years and there's less full-time photographers. So then there's less people who can take a week off of their work or if they're doing this on the side. And then what happens are they can't maybe like, oh, I don't know if I can afford a week-long school. And or so they can't get daycare or they, they can't, whatever, yeah, yeah, they can't take the time off. So then you're, there's less of this one-on-one and then there's less of this education. And then therefore there's less, you maybe you're undervaluing, undervaluing yourself or underpricing yourself because no one's telling you this is what, how you should do it and not even telling you, but teaching you how you should do it as well as giving you the confidence and, and showing you what you should be pricing at. So it just kind of all, it's like trickle down or like a vicious circle of it's not like it used to be, you know, similar to what you're saying, Michael is like, Oh, you're all kind of, you know, at the same level or, right. or WPPA would assign you a, a master photographer as a mentor, that was part of the membership. And you could ask them anything. You could go spend a, a day with them, a week with them. What a huge member benefit. You know, back in when when I was competitively wrestling, uh, that was one of the things that, that we looked for uh, is people to practice with that were better than you. So you always practice with the person that was heavier than you, you know, above you for as much as time as you can until they had to go and do the same thing. Um, so that was everyone for you, weight-wise? No, no, not everybody. <laughs> weight-wise. I, I was leaving that alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just weight-wise, so, Carl. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's you, you always got to battle with somebody that's meaner and bigger and brighter than you are. And that's, in my opinion, that's true in everything we do in life. I mean, if photography is your thing and you want to really learn more, you got to find somebody that is really head over heels more into it than you are. Don't just think, I mean, it's great that you find peers and find um, people that you can bounce things off of every day, but every once in a while, you got to go out and find somebody that's going to just make you go, uh, wow, a couple hours ago, I thought it was really good. Now I'm going, <laughs> I really wasn't. Um, and at the same thought process, remember this, when you do find a mentor, I mean, there's it's really easy to put people up on a pedestal, you know, think that this is this person is like the best in the field, but because they're good at what they do, because they're good at photography or marketing or whatever, doesn't make them a really good person necessarily either. And I've seen that all too often, and sometimes it's somewhat disappointing. Um, but take it as it is that you're here to gain information for lighting or for marketing or for composition or for whatever it is that you need to learn the most. And that's why I say do it multiple people. And that's my, that's the reason I'm saying that because you're going to, you get different things from different people and then put it into your own style, but don't put anybody on a pedestal because they'll certainly fall off. Well, and I think one thing that's missing maybe for some people is I think you really do have to humble yourself um, in order to, to, to gain that extra growth, meaning you've got to humble yourself and say, you know, I don't know everything. I, I need to learn more information. Teach, you know, it's almost like teach me master. Let me snatch the pebble out of your hand or <laughs> <laughs> let me snatch the whiskey out of your glass. On that thought, let's just take cheers. a real quick break. We'll Sociable. say cheers. Sociable, we'll call it sociable, have a drink, whatever you've got in your hand, have a drink, and we'll be back in just a minute. The Photo Happy Hour is brought to you in part by Molite and Golden Eagle USA. 
Golden Eagle provides the best value in color-critical LED lighting tools for photographers and videographers alike. Check out the wide array of LED options at the Molite web store at www.gomolite.com. Molite is proud to be the exclusive U.S. distributor of Golden Eagle LEDs. And we're back. Uh, I think, Dan, you wanted to pick up kind of where Carl left off before we had break. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Carl was talking about being around people who kind of push you and kick your butt a little bit. And that's exactly what After Dark did for me. Uh, you know, I started as an attendee going to After Dark and just wanted to be a part of that system. So I did whatever I could. I'm like, hey, I'll do whatever. And, and they said, well, we, we need a some assistance for in Vegas. Do you want to do that? And then after that, we'll have you as a mentor. I'm like, absolutely. So I was an assistant at Vegas. And then after that was a mentor and got to hang around with the best photographers I felt like in the world. And, and some of the photographers who weren't real well, weren't well known at the time, yeah, but I could see they were awesome. And we all pushed each other. Like after dark was like four times a year and we pushed each other every time we got together and we encouraged each other. It wasn't like a competition where we were like bashing each other or it was right. so competitive. It, it was, a, it was healthy. It was a healthy yeah. competition. Yeah. yeah. And we just pushed each other and got better. And it's like people like Ben Shirk, Dan McClanahan, I mean, James Hayes. There's so many people I've taken Chucky inspiration from. And- Chucky, Dan Rowe, Richard Sturdivant. I mean, the list goes on and on. They're getting other great people like Renee Brooke Robin Shaden. and Brooke Shaden. Yeah. yeah. So you could Lindsay take something. Adler. Yeah, Lindsay Adler. Yeah, I mean, you're taking someone that Brooke, something that Brooke Shaden was doing purely from an artist, artistic standpoint. And then taking that and like, how can I apply that to seniors? You know, same thing with Lindsay Adler and her fashion. I mean, really? And I could be wrong with all of this, but I believe the first time I saw the dancers throwing the flower, and when I mean flower, we all know flower now. At first I'd say flower, like flowers, like petals. It's like, no, white flower was Lindsay Adler. And she was doing with these dancers from New York and and they were uh, nude (laughs) dancers and it was beautiful. And I was like, okay, how can I do this with seniors? So I started doing not the nude stuff. Great point. (laughs) Gotta clarify. Thanks for clarifying that. (laughs) Yes. But it's like, you know, you take something. Yeah. You And that's part of the fun story is like, yeah, you take something that she's doing with new dancers and say like, okay, I can do this with high school seniors, not nude, but it would be, it would be cool. And, and I did it first in the studio, which again, I don't recommend. Uh, it makes a mess, a huge mess. And, 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 and that also led me to making the, the actual flower brushes so that you awesome. don't even, Much better. yeah, you Much don't even have to make better. a mess. So I, I did one of those shoots once and I what? didn't do it in the studio. I was smart. I didn't yes, do it in the studio. I actually did it in my garage Oof. and she was so nervous and she's holding on to that, that powder and so tighten her hands and her hands are a little sweaty. Yeah. So it was like one, two, three, throw it in the air. It was like, Clumps. <laughs> it was a clump. Yes. It was, yes. A, it was a clump that stuck to the ceiling. I think there's still a mark on the ceiling of my garage. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm like, yeah, and, and, we, we need brushes. <laughs> we need brushes. And, and technically the first time I did it, uh, I used baby powder because I thought, well, mm. That would be That's like a little worse. bit finer. Yeah, it was worse. Like three years later, Everywhere. you could it was still like showing up in places. But 
my studio did smell baby fresh for like <laughs> about a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a year or more. You know, so so yeah, and, and also look at any kind of mentorship as yeah, it's gonna cost you money. It's gonna cost you more. Yeah. And I shouldn't even say cost. It's a great investment. If I look at the thousands upon thousands of dollars I've spent and still spent, we all do it or I shouldn't say spent, invest every year in education for ourselves. Now, we can benefit from being speakers, but we don't get paid a lot. I think that's maybe a misconception, too, that when we speak at these right. events that we make all this money. No, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 firstly, we first go because we want to help share. We want to pass the torch. And second, uh, we'd go to these conventions anyways and pay to be there so we can at least go for free to the convention. And then any money basically offsets our travel and expenses to be there. Right. But I'd be going anyways, you know, I'd be paying to go and, every, you know, and and I've had people say that to me like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool to see you sitting in the programs. You you know, someone at your level and I'm air quoting here is sitting in programs. It's like, uh, yeah, a- absolutely. I'm sitting in pr- into programs because I want to learn. I want to use right. this, you know, to, to be a, especially with senior photography. You have to be on top of your game because it changes Every second of the day. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It does. And we're still learning. I mean, and that's one bit of advice I give to all photographers is the day you stop learning is the day you start to pretty much die as a photographer. You have to keep learning. You have to keep staying sharp. You got to keep sharpening the saw. Um, I'm going to change, change directions just slightly again and talk about how we, how we as mentors benefit from mentoring. And it was an interesting thing. Good point. Interesting thing I learned. And um, going back to when I was teaching at Madison College, I was there for, I can't, I was there for nine years. Can you guys believe I was there for nine years in a a row? row. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Hated most every minute of it. But any other than that, (laughs) one of the things I realized, I may have touched on this weeks ago, is that one of the things that forced me to do because I was teaching, you know, portraiture and advanced portraiture is it made me sharpen my game to make sure I had all my T's crossed and my I's dotted and my I's crossed and my T's dotted. Back to writing again. Back to Back grammar. To yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. And because if I'm going to be teaching this, I want to make sure that I've got all my ducks in a row. And it, what the end result for me was that it actually made me sharpen up my studio work quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, so I felt more competent to be able to teach it to these students. And, and the same kind of thing when I do mentoring is that I feel like I get something out of every time I teach. And that's tying back to what you were saying, Dan, why do we go out and speak at all these different places, especially if we're not getting paid very much? And quite honestly, guys, we, are, we really aren't. There are times when we're doing it basically for free because whatever we're getting in compensation covers our hotel and our travel. That's it. So what are we getting out of it? And, well, you and, know, our, and our drinking. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, our bar tab. The bar yeah. tab kind of. Uh, yeah. Then, then, then it's, then we're, then <laughs> we're in the hole at that point. But that's a whole yeah. different story. But, you know, like you mentioned, there's the opportunity to learn from other speakers who are there. There's the opportunity to network. And that's one place where I've learned a lot is just the after not the after dark, but the after hours stuff where you just sit and talk about photography and how would you address this? And, um, you know, all those, all those things add into the experience and make it beneficial. And then when I teach again, even though it's stuff I'm teaching that I know, it really re ingrains it in my brain to hear me say it out loud. 
So then I own it even more, even though it's stuff I, I created, stuff I talk about, stuff I teach. The more I say it, the more I own it too. So, I mean, there is a benefit being up on stage in teaching this stuff as well, because I, I think it makes you own it even more. It makes you, I don't know, I don't know if it makes you more real because I don't know that I'm not real when I'm teaching, but um, you guys get what I'm saying or Absolutely. am I, I was the whiskey yeah. talking? No, no, it makes, and was it Einstein? I think it was Einstein that said that, you know, if you truly understand something, you can explain it, you know, until you can explain it and show it, you really maybe don't understand it. And the more you show it, the more you do it, the more you do understand it. Um, And like you said, it it makes you fine tune. He was a smart guy. He was a smart guy. Um, He's very smart. But I, I, you know, coming back to what Dan was saying too, um, about, you know, how, how the worth of things, you know, I, we were just watching one of my wife's favorite movies was you've got mail. And so mm. we were watching that the other night, cause what else is there to do right now during the right. pandemic? Right. Um, and the, there's a pandemic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, um, oh, I, I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll talk. I've later. been at home drinking like normal. Like normal. Yeah. No, but Back to favorite, the smoothie and exercise. That's right. Falling down the stairs. Yeah. My favorite scene in that whole movie of, of all the different things that go on in that movie and the cool things that go on. My favorite, favorite scene is in the bookstore when Tom Hanks first, uh, you know, visits the store with his aunt and his brother, you know, the yes. little kids. And yes. the guy is trying to sell him that book. And he's like, these are gold leaf pages and they're hand printed um, uh, uh, illustrations. And he's like, is that why this costs so much? He said, well, no, that's why this is worth so much. And I thought, you know, that is my favorite, favorite part of that whole movie, because it's so true in all that we do. It's not what things cost. It's what it's worth, whether it's monetary or your time or your travel but it, you know, you gotta, you gotta find the worth in what we're doing. And sometimes it means, you know, cracking out that checkbook um, for travel or to just pay somebody for their knowledge. But mm-hmm. in this field, it's I, I have friends that are um, on lecture circuits in other fields, like the medical field and psychology, and they laugh at us. They're like, Oh God, so yeah. you, you go and do these programs for what? Um, yeah, yeah, we're on this. We're people, we don't even step out there unless it's 20 grand. I'm going, 20 grand. Right. Holy crap, I would take right. a tenth of that. I would take a fifth of that or a five percent or 0.5% of that. Wow, fraction. My, yeah, my wife's a mental health therapist and she gets and she has to do what were called CEUs, continuing education oh. units, so many per year. And um, everything is 300 bucks. I mean, a day. Uh, a day long webinar, it's 300 bucks yep. in our business. Everybody does them for free. Free, <laughs> Right. 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 But we talk about business and, and yeah. yeah, we'll make up for it in volume though, guys. It's okay. That's right. right. <laughs> oh well, God. yeah. And, and, and there's, there's some speaking engagements I just have to turn down because it's just not a right financial decision. You know, right. it's like, I can't do it for that. And, you know, kind of like, again, c- kind of coming back to the investment part, it's like, yeah, it's going to cost you money, but it's going to, it's an investment. And it's going to fast track you to make that money back. You know, if you do something for free, you know, what's the value? Like, you know, it's always like, what's the value of free? You invest some money or you invest in a mentor and you lock down a few key issues or 
few key points that your business is missing, you're going to make that money back quite a lot faster than same thing like looking on YouTube and learning how to do photography or searching here, searching there, searching wherever, you know, invest in something. And maybe if you don't have if you have a smaller budget, maybe invest in an online course instead of just YouTube. You know, I do online courses, but I also really stress in person or one on one mentoring, because if you really, you know, you can only get so much from online, which we started you know, what we talked about in the start here. And then it's like you really want to excel and, and take it to the next level. You well, know, even, even times right now where we can't meet in person, unfortunately, taking to the, you know, the 75% level is doing maybe things like this where you're in a Zoom call one-on-one with a mentor and you it's just you and the mentor where you can talk back and forth, share work, have it critiqued, get demonstrations, things like that. I think that's that's got a lot more value than watching something on YouTube. Well, can't sure. we just do that on Facebook? We get a lot of likes. I mean, what yes. the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't get that many likes anymore. Uh, likes anymore. No, they, no. And well, and it's, you bring up a kind of a funny point too, because I have a, a senior boot camp where I go into it's heavily, it's everything, my studio from A to Z. And it's like marketing and, uh, you know, finding your ideal client, which you talked about last week, like all these different things. And there's homework in between to keep you accountable and like to really make you think about these things. And it's set up to do one episode or one part of the course each week, finish that homework, go on to the next point, you know, and it has pricing and all that in there. It's my lowest selling product. Because of course it is. Because no one wants to do the work or it's like you're there's no one there forcing you to do the work you know, kind of bringing it back to the week long school, like Carl was saying, how he can teach you so much in a week long school is because you've made the commitment, you've made the investment, you're there. Sure, you have fun nights at night to to, to unwind, but then you're back up the next day and you got the camera and he's going through things with you. It's like you're forced that whole week to totally push yourself and to put yourself in and do all the work when it's easy just to be distracted with so mm-hmm. much that is going on. Yeah. And if you're doing a webinar, oh, well, uh, you know, 45 minutes in, I, I, I'll pause this and maybe I'll just come back to this later and you never come back. Yeah. Or never or do this Facebook message pops up or yeah. that pops right. up, you know. And similar and in, in is I was having this conversation with, with a buddy of mine about uh, now, like we, Stephanie and I, we go to church each week. And you sit in church and you listen and you're there and you've made that commitment to be there and you have the full attention. Well, now you can't meet and go to church. So you watch it online. Well, all of a sudden you're on your phone, you're grabbing a cup of coffee. It's like, Oh shoot, I missed. Well, oh, what was he saying again? Like, you know, <laughs> you know I have to admit, I have to admit, I kind of like coffee church. <laughs> it, it, hey, there are benefits. I mean, no Actually, lie. And, and, and our, I always brought coffee to church. I mean, so I mean, it's not- well, you could do that. I mean, our church has a coffee bar in it, but yeah. actually, it was Darty. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. I was talking to Darty about that because he was talking about um, doing sync sports online, and we were talking about church and everything. And um, you know, and and I told him our church has been doing online for for over a year. So. Being in Wisconsin in winter, it's like, oh, you wake up on Sunday, it's 10 below zero. It's like, yeah, do you just want to sit on a couch and watch it today? Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal, you know. But now we're forced to do that. And, uh, you know, it's like, ah, oh, skip it. Or, you know, it's, ah, oh, I'm busy with something else. Or, you know, even like when you open, and I'm getting maybe too 
churchy on people, but you open up the Bible and there's, you can just read and not be distracted, but you have a Bible app and I'll be on there and I'll be like reading and all of a sudden, ding, a message comes up. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, yep. That, <laughs> Cause it's really easy to be distracted. And you know, oh, yeah. and it's funny because it used to be, what was the expression? We get into our Sunday best. Everyone gets dressed up all to do it. Yeah. Pajama church. Oh gosh, yeah. I yeah. I'm in the recliner. I pop the recliner up. I'm drinking my coffee, going, you know, bless my coffee. <laughs> yeah. Con- well, the- cons- consecrate this pop tart. Oh, yeah. news powders, pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is, is, I've been I've been doing a lot of communion, which means drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> so I think I'm pretty good, right? <laughs> I mean, Stephanie still has me off the carbs, so I don't know how much how much bread I can have with it, but I'm I'm making up for it on the wine. I tell you that. There you go. <laughs> so my daughter, uh, who's in at, at University of Michigan, they uh, she's in a program that is we found out it's impossible to get through in four years given the things that she has to take and and then she's going to go into Those sneaky deep. bastards i know <laughs> um but so she was looking this summer to do a summer course at the community college and trying to find one that would actually transfer um and and one of them that she was looking at was um i think it's like a uh, Physiology or so I don't remember what it was. And you know, it was a four credit class. It was twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> it happened in like a four week period. So it was like one month. I said, you know, you can do anything for one month. You you know, so you sleep a few hours a night, whatever. You can do this. But it turned out it it didn't work in the schedule anyhow. Uh, given her her job this summer, that's going to be uh, third shift and everything. But um, but I'm like, that's four credits which really means nothing in the scheme of things. It means nothing for her degree. And it was for $2,400. It's uh, 1 30th of her degree because a degree is usually, what, 128 credits? 129 so. credits. Well, here we go with math again. Back to yeah. math. Hey, you didn't make me promise there wasn't going to be any math here. It's been a while, yes. <laughs> it has been a while. So – so if you want to book us for mentoring, you better do it soon because it sounds like we are raising our rates. Yes. <laughs> no. no kidding. As my voice cracked. <laughs> well, speaking of which, um, let's let's you know let's talk about that, Carl. You've got ccphotocoach.com where you're doing uh, group mentoring and one-on-one mentoring as well. And Dan, you've got the your boot camp and your seniors unlocked. Um, what do you call it? Those special S- group. SU insiders. insiders, SU insiders. Oh, like and on I the just, inside, I just, I just basically do one-off mentoring. So you can, you can book me directly, or you can book me through the group, Papa. The group, T H E G R O U P P dot com. So Jason you can book Group's mentoring through that. Place. Yeah, Jason Group's place. Um, and, and I do it. Uh, I typically have done it in person, and I've got somebody on the waiting list to do it in person once we can actually be in person. Um, but I'm doing it uh, via FaceTime and Zoom and Skype and smoke signals and and email <laughs> and and pelicans and <laughs> I use carrier carrier oh, pigeons. That's for the newborns. Yeah. <laughs> Send the raven. Send the raven. They'll get there in a fortnight. <laughs> right. No, no, no. They get there much faster. And uh, if you I'm need the dragons, food. if you need the dragons to come, they come really fast. They do. They do. Yeah. It's much quicker if the dragons are on their way. Yes. Still waiting for a dragon, you guys. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> you, you have to get caught up on Game of Thrones, Carl. I, I know. You know, it's... I I keep telling myself this pandemic is a perfect time to yes. But you know what's how sick it is. I haven't had time to do anything. Yesterday was my first complete day off, so I went hunting in the morning, and shot a turkey. And you got, bagged a turkey. You bagged yeah, a turkey, so you, you got food. Care of yeah, and so now today I'm I'm back at it with stuff I, I nothing I'm getting paid for, but everything I got to do. <laughs> um, so it's, now don't don't blame me for this, okay? So I'm just right. going to put this out there. Don't blame me for this. But yesterday I realized that like six months ago, somewhere in there, I I, I had this thought. You know, and I have thoughts a lot, quite often, sometimes many per day. We know. <laughs> and, and I had this thought, I was like, God, wouldn't it be great? It'd be kind of cool. It wouldn't be great. It'd be kind of cool if I just had a sabbatical where I could take a couple, I swear to God, if I could take a couple of months off, I'd learn how to play the guitar and I would learn a foreign language and I would do this and I would do that. You know what I have done? Drink. Jack <laughs> squat. <laughs> I started a freaking podcast. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but it's been fun. And we got to oh, yeah. this is, Hey, this is what's got us through this pandemic. It's it just, is. just <laughs> drinking in this podcast. Hopefully it's helped other people that are listening, like our two listeners are, are along in there. Grandpa, what did you do in the pandemic? I started a podcast. <laughs> what's a podcast? Yeah, exactly. I, I I'm still trying to scratch my head about Carl watching. You've got mail. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I well, like that movie. I, I love the movie, that movie. Actually, but no, actually, I do. I like the movie. I like Tom Hanks. I, I think he's um, a really good actor. I enjoy that. And there's some good. There's always good nuggets in movies. It's just you got to wade through a lot of crap sometimes to get to them. Just like any other movie that we go to. You know, you sit in class. I, I was really, I had to send a, uh, a message to our friend Dan McClanahan and he was, he was doing his um, main stage program at PPA this year. And I walked in there. I, I didn't, I was really, really busy this year at, at imaging. So I didn't have much time and I, I, but I had a few minutes for the beginning of his program. So I walked in and I was watching, I was sitting in the back. So I knew I had to leave. I had to go to another meeting and, and I was, I was watching I thought, man, this guy, this, I just, I love watching him speak because he does such a good job he and he's so knowledgeable. And I kind of, I turned and looked and here's BB um, with uh, Julianne Cost sitting, taking notes. So Julianne Cost, the person who literally writes the code for photo or for Photoshop. Oh yeah. And she's in his class because he was talking about Photoshop and how he uses it. And I thought, no, that is. That's cool. So I had a picture of Julian Cost and, and, and sent it to, uh, to, to Dan and said, hey, look who's in the back row watching your class. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what this industry is. And that's why I love this industry is that, um, for the most part, the people that I hang out with and want to hang out with, they're continually trying to, trying to learn and trying to find those nuggets from anybody that's out there speaking. And uh, we can learn, like you mentioned before, that when you're teaching, do you learn? Absolutely. I learn as much then. And it's it. sometimes I feel bad. I feel because um, I'm probably learning more sometimes than than what my students are. And uh, but we're 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 gaining things that that we probably wouldn't have thought of. And we can put it in a different perspective because of where we're at in the field right now. But things are popping up and we're going 
whew, I never thought about it that way, but yeah. do this and this and this, holy cow, you know, this is really cool. So would they have gathered the same inference from any situation that we, that, that, the same as us? No, but. No, we got different experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So you don't know until you don't, I mean, you don't know what you don't know until you find out that you didn't know it. Uh, but at the same time, uh, did that make sense? Yeah, it's uh, honestly. I sent you guys the other day the Dunning Kruger. Yeah, uh, we're, chart. we're that. we were talking about that before you logged on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because before you got here, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. The Dunning Kruger. Um, it's a chart, but it's a lot of research has been done. It's math. It's basically for you to have knowledge. You have to have the skill set to that reflects it, and vice versa to understand that you actually have the knowledge and too often people don't have the knowledge. So they think they have the knowledge and they have a lot of confidence, but they actually don't. So basically it's the same concept. John Cleese, I've sent this to you guys before too. He's got a wonderful clip on YouTube that explains stupidity. And basically the premise is for you to realize that you're stupid, you'd have to be relatively smart. smart. So, so if you're relatively smart, you realize that you're relatively smart. You lack the skills to understand when you're stupid, you lack the skills to understand that you're stupid. Well, right. you know, the, the you've heard, you can't argue with stupid. That's why. Because right. <laughs> they don't even realize that you don't know what they're arguing about. Or so, or it's the whole buffalo story, you know, how, you know, buffaloes are in the herd and, you know, when they get chased and the weakest animals in the back. And then so those animals will get killed by the cheetahs and everything getting the do cheetahs get oh, buffaloes? Cheetahs. There's, cheetahs, there's cheetahs in Wyoming? Yeah, I, oh, I did not know this. I'm going to have to start learning to run faster. <laughs> we'll have to, that's probably, yeah, that's whatever. picked up Michael. Damn. You know, <laughs> Maybe it's not the buffaloes. Maybe it's the uh, alpacas. Or, or Not alpacas. The you don't have to be the impalas. fastest. I just have impalas. to be faster than you. The impalas. The yeah. Let's yeah. say the gazelles, the yeah, impalas. So the, impalas. Yeah. so the yeah, weaker the ones one. get weeded out by the cheetahs, so it thins the herd, which actually makes the herd stronger, you know, Thus, you know, when I drink, I lose brain cells. And so the weaker brain cells get killed. And thus, when I drink, I actually sound smarter, smarter. which is where this whole podcast is going. <laughs> right? I, was, I was wondering where you were going. And it makes, it makes total sense to me. So it took uh, a while part, to get there. <laughs> no, no, I get it. So parting shots. Any uh, any other advice you would give folks regarding mentoring? Any any final thoughts? In, invest, you know, invest in mentoring. I mean, if you really want to get to the next level, you know, pick out a person or two that you connect with, talk to them first. I, mm -hmm. it, when I do mentoring, a lot of times it's like, Hey, let's meet first. It's free. And let's talk about some of the things to know if I can really help you or not. Or I really want to get a game plan because if you book an, a couple hours there's not much we can cover in a couple hours. I want to be able to make sure that our time is valuable and we're covering a lot of things that's going to make you come away from this with a something that's going to be beneficial. Yeah. Carl, any thoughts yeah, for you? No, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, on both directions. You know, a mentor should um, be able to break things down and not in a one-button-push type of situation they need to uh, be a coach and understand that everybody learns differently and that you need to be able to customize your education to what 
each individual is uh, in the, in the need of. And that's one thing. But then on the other end, um, and, and I still do the same thing, you need to search out the person or the, the person that has the skill sets that you're looking for right now. Uh, right now, I my mentors, other than you guys, um, are, are painters. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're not even photographers. Because, I mean, I, I want to learn more about, you know, why they're, they can put anything they want in their mind or in their heart on the paper, on a canvas or whatever they're, they're creating on. Um, so why? My question is always, why did they put it all where they did? And how can I correlate that to photography? It's the psychology of it that is of greatest interest to me right now. Um, I know, I know, but, but that's, that's where I'm at. And my, I actually have another mentor who his, his specialty is cognitive thinking, how the brain works. Um, he's actually, uh, by trade, he's a, he's a chiropractor, but his specialty is, is brain functions. And so I'm, I'm learning a lot from this guy. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun, very interesting to me, but that's, that's what turns my wheels right now. Awesome. So uh, speaking of what turns your wheels, every week we have a, we have a sponsor, and this week's sponsor is Anti-Gin. Anti-Gin, it's made with real ants. Why? Heck if I know. Anti-Gin, don't look for it anywhere near you. <laughs> and as always, this is a real liquor. So speaking of which, I've kind of run out of my weird liquor list. So if you guys have run across weird liquor names or weird beer names or anything like that, go ahead and send it to me or post it on um, post it on our Facebook group. By the way, join our Facebook group because that's where we put like beyond the show kind of stuff, links to things we talk about. And that's just fo- facebook.com slash group slash photo happy hour. Um, so, or just do a search for photo happy hour on Facebook. You can find us and join. Um, so uh, until next week, guys, cheers, cheers to you. Cheers to you. Pop a top again. (laughs) Last call. You've been listening to the Photo Happy Hour podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss a single action-packed episode. And join our Photo Happy Hour Facebook group where we'll post links to the stuff we all talk about. You can find my Molite gear online at www.gomolite.com. That's G-O-M-O-L-I-G-H-T.com. You can find the Facebook page under Molite Store, and I also run the Godox Flash Help Group on Facebook. You can find Dan's Senior Unlocked website at www.seniorsunlocked.com. That's seniors with an S at the end, unlocked.com, and the Facebook group under Seniors Unlocked. And you can find Carl's Coaching Corner at www.ccphotocoach.com. ccphotocoach.com. Till next time, cheers to you. If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give this fellowship the highest possible rating. Do so with great haste. Fly, you fools!